have just landed a new hero. I want you to meet our new recreation director, Ricky Way! Um, well, basically it's kind of like your standard kind of Meatballs Camp-esque movie where you have uh, the good camp, and I did, I did write this down, the... Um, the, the good camp was led by the kids from, um, hold on, I had to write down here, um, uh, uh, Lakeside. Lakeside Ski Camp. Uh, mm-hmm. And they are trying to, to uh, Lake Lakeview, Lakeview, Lakeview. Lake Sorry, Lake we're going we're right. to get a lot of letters <laughs> and emails <laughs> if we don't the, get that correct. <laughs> the meatball universe canon. And can, can, um, I, can I tell you what, what one of the emails would say? One of the what? angry emails, if we <laughs> mispronounce or, or mis, mis, give misinformation on that, it's be like, what? please, please, everyone <laughs> knows it was Camp Lakeview, not Lakeside, please. And then, then in all caps, do your homework. <laughs> exactly. Or, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, um, unknown uh, writer in, angry writer, writer in uh, from the Meatballs Universe. Um, yes, it is, it is Camp Lakeview, and they yeah. um, were battling uh, the evil camp known as Twin Oaks uh, over mm. their. Um, their I, I, I bet camp. that Twin Oaks is, is 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 located across the lake from them. They kind of the weird thing is they never actually set up the. Um, I think they mentioned it one time, but they never set up the actual physical relation between the two. Like, this is so so what you're what you're do. saying is 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 this movie, this sequel, this this ongoing chapter in the Meatball Saga, uh, the plot has some holes in it. Is is that what you're getting at? Uh, that, that's a little bit. And I would uh, let's just let's let's do it due diligence. That's that's the Meatballs universe, as the kids would yes, say nowadays. The, the Meatballs you know, like the Marvel, universe, right? The Marvel universe, and in this universe, yeah. um, they are on camp Big Bear Lake. Twin Oaks versus a camp like something. Yeah, so the premise of this movie is... Um, <laughs> Lakeview. Lakeview, um, sorry. sorry. It's yeah, Lakeview. Please do your homework. <laughs> do your homework. Do I need to school you in comedy? <laughs> oh, God, I've got, I've got a mad now, all right. Yeah, yeah, you got that fictional uh, uh, podcast listener up in arms. (laughs) (laughs) So this one, unlike it was directed by the great Eidman Reitman, who also went on to direct Ghostbusters, this was directed by one Bob Logan. Did you do yeah, any IMD uh, digging on Bob Logan? Yeah, I did a little bit on him. He's, as you know, I do like to enjoy my I do enjoy my IMDb digging. Um, and I as kind we of all covered do. a little something. This is pretty interesting. Um, Bob Logan um, kind of he did a movie called Up Your Alley from a mm. few years earlier, back in 1989. Uh, has a starring Linda Blair <laughs> in a romantic comedy. But uh, Linda Blair of Exorcist fame. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Exorcist universe. But apparently this one starred a lot of the regulars, people who are regulars at the comedy store, if you remember. Oh, my God, no, no, no. I've also did some Bob Logan IMDb uh, digging. Do you know who the star of that movie is? Oh, is it? um, It's Murray Langston. A.K.A.? The Unknown Comic. All right, I am the Unknown Comic, America's first punk comedian. <laughs> I tell you, I'm in a pretty good mood. I took my dog to a flea circus. He stole the show. <laughs> yeah, because later on he did, I think he did a documentary or a movie short. With, no, I don't think it was a documentary. He did another movie where Murray Langston plays the Unknown Comic. 
Yeah, I think I think I remember something about that. Yeah, I think he's in like the, the Gong Show movie too. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, because he was a fixture yeah. on the Gong Show. But yeah. uh, is up the alley? Is Murray Langston playing a straight role, playing a non-unknown comic role? I believe so. Yeah, with no bag on his head and everything. So. Yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of uh, where Bob uh, Logan is coming from. I think that's back in the day, back in the 80s, where I think it was probably, seems like it, it might have been a little easier to get a movie made if you kind of, if you knew the right people. And really? you're, you're going straight to video. I don't know, it seems like it. I mean, some of these movies, I mean, as you can see from uh, the installment in the Meatballs universe, um, yeah. that's kind of part of my. Uh, well, why don't you explain a little bit of the backstory behind this? Because I think uh, it was—I believe it was uh, our star Corey Feldman who had a story about. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did. So, anyways, this movie is spawned out of—you uh, know—there was a whole genre of movies of summer camp movies, you know, which you know initially got started with Meatballs. You know, from there you get like movies like Poison Ivy with uh, Michael J. Fox, or I, I think it was called Little Darlings with um, um, Tatum O'Neill. Actually, uh, I think a- I think I would say Little Darlings would might even predate Meat... Mm, this might be a... a oh, yeah, yeah, that was Matt, one of Matt Dillon's first movies. Yeah, and that was I like a big I think he plays deal. the hunk in that movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ernest, Ernest Goes to Camp. And then there was like a dozen other ones. And, of course, then you got the whole horror genre of summer camp movies. Right, you know, yeah. Um, Friday the 13th and all that in Sleepover Camp. Have you ever seen that one? Welcome to Sleepaway Camp. Someone is watching you. Hey, Baba Reba! Someone is waiting for you. No, but I've heard of. Oh, actually, so I'm incorrect. No, actually, it's so. it's, it's a trans. It turns out the killer's a transsexual because a, a friend of mine in, in my video tale show he does a story about that, and in, in it, the closing shot is like full frontal nudity, and then that's so the, the, the kind of psycho twist of the movie. So to set the timeline, the universe timeline right here, uh, I was mm. actually incorrect. And Little Darlings is actually from 1980, so that was probably you know produced on the success of. Um, meatballs. Meatballs. I would. I would. Uh, be yeah, just that. like Jaws uh, begot like piranhas and grizzly and orca. And other, yeah, an orca. <laughs> <laughs> and, but anyways, I believe we're completely off track because I think we it's, haven't it's talked right. about That's okay. the movie at hand. But we digress. We digress. So anyways, it's part of that 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 summer genre of movies. And of course, um, the plot of this one is. Uh, Corey Feldman, who plays a young, spunky Ricky Wade, is brought on to head up the summer camp ski water skiing team to compete against the rival uh, rich kid uh, summer camp, Camp Twin Oaks. So basically, it's your your basic hackney plot of the slobs against the snobs uh, mm-hmm. in the big showdown. Right, and yeah. the premise of this is that... And how often do you see this? It's it's a failing water ski camp. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one of the first holes in, in, in this whole premise is like, oh yeah, of course, a failing water ski camp. He's a natural born leader. Come on, guys, let's do it. Come on, anything's possible if you want it bad enough. Look at Michael Jackson. Yeah, I mean, this, I think uh, I was just going to say the, uh, the movie wears... 
Although the movie is from 92, I think it kind of wears its 80-ness on the sleeves. I mean, because if it came out in 92, it came out in March 92, which means they yeah. filmed it in 91, I would say technically that's kind of still part of the 80s, like, especially if you look at all the neon that's involved in this movie. Yeah, and, holy like, shit, how much it's... neon like water <laughs> ski suits do you have? There was a whole lot of it, yeah. So I yeah, would say, very Miami Vice of water skiing. Yeah, I would say this is very kind of an 80s movie. Yeah, and before, just one more digression. Uh, this is so, I believe, like, Corey Feldman's last, like, major um, theatrical release was, I, I believe, in, like, 1989. He, he did one with Corey Haim. It was, like, you know, the two Corys. I, I believe, like, their last sort of, uh, they milked it for everything they could was, like, 1989. Right. And this was sort of on the Corey Feldman straight to video spiral because one of the previous movies that he did in 1991 uh, prior to Meatballs 4 was and I shit you not I did not know this existed was Rock and Roll High School 2 which was called Rock and Roll High School Forever. The music that tore the school apart They're at it again The party the school couldn't stop Go for it! No matter how hard they tried. There are going to be some changes here at Reagan High. We have to stop Dr. Vader from destroying Rock and Roll High School. Where instead of you have the Ramones as the uh, protagonist, you have Corey Feldman's band. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, so I knew about the movie, <laughs> but playing, I forgot. Playing the Ramones uh, part. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I, knew he was, I knew about the movie, but I didn't realize that he was... In the, okay, all right. Yeah, it was a Corey Feldman vehicle. So, so oh, he's dear. come to here. He is bringing to a crushing halt two beloved franchises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Corey! But the the ironic twist to this is uh, this movie was not titled Meatballs Four originally. Do you know anything was, about that, Scott? What, what was it called? Um, the movie was originally titled Happy Campers. And that's okay. what it was scheduled to be released as. And when the, the, the crew and the cast turned up on set, that was the first time they learned that it was going to be called Meatballs 4 because it, apparently they sold the movie rights to uh, HBO. So it's going to be like a trashy straight-to-video, but then they ended up selling it to uh, HBO. So when they turned up, that was when Corey Feldman first learned that the movie was going to be called Meatballs 4. And do you know how uh, a young Corey Feldman, react, former star of Goonies, reacted to that? No, how? He was furious. Oh, was he? Can you... Is it hard to picture Corey Feldman completely losing his shit over this? Yeah, I mean, you know, exactly. You know, he was hanging out with Michael Jackson and everything. Yeah, I mean, that's... Um, I'm, I'm actually, that's a bit of my conspiracy theories. I'm thinking, yeah, like, here's, here's my thing, is that I'm thinking the the producers or whatnot, because the movie is, like, so parallel to the original Meatballs kind of thing. You know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in the genre where it's all kind of the same. But yeah, there's there's so simple, you know, if yeah. you're playing, you're writing a genre you know, formula. They're hitting yeah, all I mean, the points. Yeah, my, and my thing is maybe, so my, my theory would be that they kind of wrote that with that in mind, but 
didn't tell that to people, you know, in order to get the movie made, because if they probably told people they were doing Meatballs 4, nobody would sign up. Um, so, and that was kind of, that was, I think, that was probably in the back of somebody's head before they even started shooting. Well, obviously, you know, it's the summer camp, you know, genre was created yes. with meatballs. I mean, I don't think there was many summer camp movies prior to 1979's Meatball. Meatballs. So, yes. uh, in the least, they're going to be influenced by meatballs. But what, uh, what I really loved, hate about it was uh, just how much it ripped off um, Porky's, Caddyshack, and Animal House. <laughs> like, like first you got okay, it's the funny overweight guy, yeah, and he's basically saying lines that just sound like Flounder from Animal oh, House. Exactly, yeah, they're right out of Animal House. Yeah, boy, mom and dad were right. This is gonna be great. <laughs> Yeah, and his name is Pigpen. <laughs> and then within three minutes, I don't think it was even three minutes, you have all the guys who are part of the camp uh, looking through a hole at the women showering, like in Porky's. That was awesome, man. And they're standing on top of Pigpen, though. Yeah, because he's, he's fat, and that's yeah. <laughs> you know what it all is worth is. <laughs> According to the characters in the movie, not oh, according to Herman Leon. No, yeah, and then any kind of big sporting showdown in, in comedy is always a direct ripoff from uh, Caddyshack. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it was all pretty, pretty by the book, just kind of ripping it off, off from the uh, taking the, the other the Porky's universe and bringing it, you know, through a rip in time into the Meatballs universe. Yeah, again, uh, this movie was also, uh, the script was also scripted by Bob Logan. Oh, Bob. Good old Bob. <laughs> and he didn't really do much after this. He did, uh, okay. I think, uh, um, Murray Langston as the unknown comic short uh, after that. But, you know, I guess it's really easy for us to go, oh, look at us, making fun of Corey Feldman movies. <laughs> but, uh, um, Again, it's just, this is like so, like, I don't know, did you find this movie, there's always like, like, you had to coax me into seeing The Room after, like, years of you seeing The Room, because <laughs> yeah. I've never been a fan of like, let's go watch a bad movie and be entertained because it's so right. bad. This was just plain, did you find this bad entertaining or just bad? Yeah. I mean, it was just bad, and the thing is, like, all the, quote, jokes, unquote, were just, I mean, I mean, like, I just wrote down a couple here. I mean, it was, there's an actual pull-my-finger joke in here. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, my. It's a problem, man. Oh, my finger. My finger. Ow, God, it cramps up like this all the time. Last year, I broke it in the skin. Ow. God. Oh, oh, will you pull it? Get the cramp out, please. Oh, it's, I'm in so much pain. Please, just, just pull it. Just pull it. Just pull it. <laughs> Oh, you're sick, man. Oh, I know it. You remember that? Oh one? my God! Yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, go, really? go with it, dude. Go with it. I'm, yeah, I was waiting for something for this, that. You know? This, this, this made the, the, the this didn't make the notes. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the note, and and then I mean, it's just I mean, they're like jokes, but they're not even like it's just like it's just like when. 
okay, to, to get into the story a little bit, there's a couple of, you know, I am a little insulted being Italian myself. There are a couple of Italian-American gentlemen in here who are like the, the, the bad guys, the enforcers. Oh, the, nuns, the, the Nunzi brothers. The Nunzio brothers and, and the mean lady <laughs> from Camp Winnemucca or whatever. Twinnos. Camp Twinnos. She sends them to go do yeah. some kind of evil thing. And they go, <laughs> the line, their line, and she tells them to be discreet about it. And the Nunzio brothers go, discreet is our middle name. And then they leave, and she goes, funny, I thought it was dickhead. Which is like, that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's just yeah, like, there's some huh? joke about shit. He's like, okay, where's the toilet? Where's the toilet? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, no, Nunzio? Shit. Whatever you say, ma'am. Hey, buddy, where's your toilet? Yeah, yeah oh, and then... then the, the, yeah. <laughs> go yeah. ahead, because I, I got my favorite bad joke, but I'll... I'll okay, well, ahead. I mean, just, just to throw a couple more in there, I mean, it was like, you know, then you've got to throw away Help, I Fall and I Can't Get Up reference. I mean, this is a Oh, yeah, yeah, just outdated references yeah. to outdated Even for that time. For that time, yeah. it was outdated. And then... Yeah, it's um, like having a, a Judge Wapner joke in there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but, like, that was the thing that, that, that and then it, it just, for me, like, technically, film-wise, there was just a lot of really oddly close-up shots that just didn't belong. Yeah, I read that, that was someone else's critique, that there's, like, a little too heavy on the extreme close-ups. Okay, okay, but here's the, okay, here's, like, the laziest thing, I, I gotta bring this up, it yeah. was... Okay, so do you remember? Do you recall the judge? Okay, well, we won't get. We'll, well, I'll leave the. Uh, I'll leave. Dude, the I just watched this last night, and I fell I asleep, so I had I to go it. back again and rewatch. I watched it an hour like, ago, dude. Fresh in my mind. Oh, really? I thought. Yeah, I thought you watched it days ago. I watched. I watched like half of it, and then I had to get back. To it. Yeah, I had to rewatch oh. it to pick up all the nuance. That it I was missed. pain, dude. It's in three parts on YouTube, and I just but had then, to go. Oh. Okay, but here's the thing. It was just like okay, so I guess. I'll leave the the number of big ski jump <laughs> contest to you. I'll leave that that. Oh wait, and, and by the way, listeners, there's gonna be some spoilers in this. <laughs> so we should we should you should put up a, a disclaimer up front just so people know. But the, the, so the judges for the big ski events. Okay, it's like you got a hot chick, right? Uh-huh. But then you got these two nerd guys, which. It makes no sense. I mean, it's just they're there to be nerd dudes, and they never say anything, and they're yeah. just too. And they, but there's no, there's no payoff to their joke or anything. You know, so they would go, oh, the two nerds would vote high for all the women jumpers and low for you yeah. know. It's just they're just dressed in stupid nerd outfits, and it makes no sense. Just to have some more nerds in there. I guess, so, but I mean, so yeah, you know, if you're gonna you justify your nerds, that's all I'm saying. Justify your nerds, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a movie in itself. <laughs> but okay, uh, I guess before, uh, God, I don't even know what avenue to go here, but because uh, there's so many, um, my least favorite favorite worst joke was, Cor- okay, first of all. Corey Feldman shows up to camp by <laughs> coming in on a hang glider. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> he's so extreme. Yeah, he's, he's showing, you know, that's a good... Yeah. Yeah, and then he goes and he greets... Uh, first of all, wait, I, 
where's the campers in this movie? Were they supposed to be campers? They were all like 30 years old. Well, no, they were, were all or were, they, or were they the no, counselors? I, I saw your... I, think I the, saw your... No, they only had one... They had one head ski, Ricky Wake, mm-hmm. which I just I just got that, dude. I literally just got that. That's his oh, name, the right? Oh, play on words? Oh, okay, yes. yeah. Okay, I just got that. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so he's the head count, but he's the head ski instructor, and you don't, and everybody else is just, they're there they to campers, learn. campers, or are they they're, also they're, co-counselors? No, they're all, they're all ski, like, they're there to get better at skiing. Yeah? I mean, there's a couple count. I mean, you can see the people who are waiting for the bus, those are the counselors. I, I didn't get it. I thought there'd be, like, kids learning the water ski that we just never see. Because there were scenes where, <laughs> where buses keep leaving, but none of the, the core people that we see all through the movie leave. No, no, no. So they all arrive. <laughs> they all arrive at the beginning. So yeah, but the there's, a, be- there's a montage of things are going wrong, and uh, right. there's bus after bus leaving. No, no, that no, okay, no, no, okay, no, no. I got that. No, no, dude, that yeah. that was my. I actually have that down here. in My notes. This is the so. Now, as part of the plot, to after, why don't you go? <laughs> in order to set the universe right, why don't you yeah. set up the big ski event? Yeah. So Plural. here's here's okay. a problem with the movie. <laughs> so so most most movies of this genre, you know, which uh, stem originally from uh, Caddyshack. They end with the big snobs against the slobs, uh, big sports showdown. Um, you know, it's the, the basic Caddyshack formula. So it all builds to that. It's winner take all. But halfway through this movie, I wouldn't even say halfway. I would just say at the beginning of Act 2 is the big water ski showdown against, um, you know, the rich kids across the lake, which right. they end up winning. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 15th Annual Challenge Cup Ski Meet between Lakeside Ski Camp and the Gwen Oaks Resort. The team events are freestyle water skiing, jet skiing, and the always thrilling ski jump. And the movie but, and ends that's, and that's, with and another and water ski showdown with the same people, which they also end up winning. Yeah, but that, that first one was at, was at 43 minutes into the movie. I looked at my notes. And I was oh, like, yeah. Are we done? <laughs> it was like, is this, is this over? Yeah, I know, I know. But uh, what was on the line in the second one was uh, if, if they lose, Corey Feldman has to work for the rich lady for five years with for minimum wage. Right, yeah, so that was pretty bad. <laughs> because, you know, you have to do that for five years. I, I, I don't know how they would... I thought about <laughs> so how they would... I don't know how they would enforce that. I don't exactly, know, maybe the that was my brothers point. would... would uh, yeah, I guess that would be human slavery. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I believe, was outlawed with one of the amendments. Long time ago, long time ago. Uh, <laughs> and I don't um, know, what was the minimum wage? Uh, did you look up minimum wage in 1992? I don't know. I know. It's probably not, you couldn't live probably on Probably a lot Maybe less than it is today, yeah. Yeah. But so, you think I mean, we'd get free room and board, though. Uh, probably, so, you yeah. Know, see. You have to yeah, count yeah. that in. <laughs> um, and so. And the, the rich lady, we know she's bad because she's always sipping a glass of champagne. Yeah, champagne, dude. <laughs> she's always got her uh, makeup affixed. She's bossing around the two Italian guys. Yeah. But the, so, 
Go ahead. Go I was ahead. just going to say. Like, there's the, so many different okay, avenues so, on this. Yes, we, I know. There's so many different <laughs> parallel universes in the Meatballs universe that we can go yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. And then we're going to get to something that's sort of going to blow people's minds. Right. So, I mean, here's the thing. The thing that you're confused about, so to explain to the viewers or the listeners, and so what happened is after they win, the after Lakeville World wins, <laughs> after they win the first one, right? Right. Then... The other, uh, the the Twin Oaks, the bad guys, figure out. And the they weren't that bad. They, I didn't. I didn't understand why they were such misfits on the 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 Corey Feldman camp. Because they want. They want. They want. Because they had land. one. They had one fat guy. Yeah. Well, they wanted the land. They weren't much misfits. Yeah. There was like kind of yeah. like just eighties dudes. But to to go back to the original. Uh, to your original original question about the campers, and so what was going on here with the buses leaving is after Twin Oaks lost, they couldn't mm-hmm. like get the camp the the Twin Peaks or Lakeside Lake Creek or whatever to leave. So what they had to do was that Lake Creek camp. They're so good that the guy Grandpa right. would order he he offered everybody a money back guarantee if they didn't enjoy their time at the camp. So ah, then that was the bad the guys, yeah, that the oh, bad yeah, guys. They put they put blue paint blue in the showers and they put rats and, and, in the casserole. Yeah, and the cook opens up the the, the, the dish, the, the the casserole dish, and it's filled with rats. Yeah, and this, so there's a lot of there's a lot of cuts to the, the grandpa handing over checks and rolling his eyes. So that's and that's what the buses are leaving. So that's yeah, but who was he handing over checks to? Because it didn't seem like anyone from the core group left. Oh no no! See now, this is, I believe you're maybe you're falling asleep. Maybe it was the jet lag, but they did actually show because if you remember that they had that one kind of last party before the big event, and there was the last party as compared to the first party we saw in the movie. Ah. And the last party, there were like three people there. That's when remember when Victor was trying to make moves with Hillary. That was I enjoyed that little subplot between Victor and Hillary. Um. So that, my friends, concludes part one. Uh, yes, yes, this is going to be a two-parter. This is more this, meatballs four this, than you can stand. <laughs> me, me, the meatballs four episode of comedy history one hundred and one actually so has like, a sequel. It's, it's like meatballs two. <laughs> We're not doing meatballs two times two, which would be this yeah. Is meatballs this is four. meatballs four. four. So this is like Half. meatballs eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so because I'm sure there's a lot more you want to learn about the worst yeah. sequel of all times next to Caddyshack 2. I mean, I think this is just a regular feature on Comedy History 101 and worst uh, should, movie I, comedy I think, sequels. I would say, yeah, I'd say Caddyshack 2 is probably worse. We can get into that. Maybe we'll get into that in the episode. I I would say that is worse. I have the reasons for why that is worse, but um, which is a bigger budget and and they were swinging for the fences on that one. Uh-huh. I don't think they were swinging for the fences on this one. No, they weren't. I don't. I don't believe so. So with that, Scott, we've come to the point of something we call plug away. Plug away, Scott. Uh, well, thanks, Harmon. Yeah, well, just the usual. We've got uh, new episodes of This is the President coming out after this break. And, oh, boy, do we have some tapes now. We've got some tapes from now and here and now. we got Omarosa. we got Trump. we got everybody on tape now. So this is going to be some episodes you're not going to want to miss. So that's This is the President, where you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Last FM, and everywhere else you find your favorite podcasts. 
Very good, very good. And for me, I have you know, I've wrapped up the Edinburgh Festival, so you know I have scattered shows here and there that you can find out um, by going to my Facebook page, uh, uh, Facebook.com/slash Harmon Leon, or my website HarmonLeon.com. Also, my new book, Meet the Deplorables: Infiltrating Trump America. Um, what, what else? I guess that's about. It. We'll do the intro and the outro. And, uh, okay, so we'll do the outro to this one, and then we'll do the outro to the second one, and I'll just use the same uh, plug away. Yeah, and with that, we will see you next week here on Comedy History 101. Where we school you in comedy. Thanks a lot, and bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid.